Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Coogee Voice. Today, we're sitting down with CEO and founder of Support the Girls, Jane Holmes. Support the Girls is a not-for-profit organization that works to ensure all women have dignity by ensuring they have access to essential products, including sanitary items and bras. In our conversation, we address the barriers for women accessing bras and sanitary items and what government should be doing to address these shortfalls. You're listening to Coogee Voice. And I said, why haven't you got a bra? She hadn't had one in four years because she couldn't afford one. Being walkabout, having no access to social benefits because she had no proof of ID or no proof of residency, um, as in, you know, residing with a, um, a tenancy agreement or anything else, she couldn't get Centrelink. We get the bras from the public all over Australia. They send them in to us and we also get from suppliers. They send through bras to us, so bras that they cannot... Um, possibly move or excess stock gets sent to us and then we pass them on to all the women. So we in our warehouses right now have an excess of 45,000 bras thanks to the generosity of Australians. That's an interesting question. I was working out the other day and I reckon in the five years we've probably helped in excess of 4,000 women. Jane, welcome to Coogee Voice. How are you going today? I'm very well, thank you, and thank you for having me. It is my pleasure. Now, before we get into talking about support the girls, Coogee Voice is about the eastern suburbs, so I do need to ask you, what is your favourite part of the eastern suburbs or why? Do, what do you most like most about the eastern suburbs in Sydney? It would have to be the beach. I mean, what else can there be? <laughs> is there any particular beach that you like the most? No, I think they're all gorgeous. So I'm not going to be biased and have one. We'll just say all of them. (laughs) So 2016, you founded Support the Girls. For our listeners, what is Support the Girls and what was the catalyst that made you want to start this not-for-profit? Support the Girls is a charity in, in simple terms that actually supports women. It's really as simple as that. We, uh, we empower women with dignity and it started by an encounter with a young girl in a shopping mall. Um, this young girl came up to me and asked for menstrual hygiene products but she was very, very young. She was 13 and she wasn't a streetwise girl and as a mother you just know you know, that whether a girl is, is savvy or not and through having a conversation with her and giving her lunch and taking care of her needs, I found out that she was homeless and in due course went to the location where she was residing under a bridge on the Gold Coast with two mature age ladies, one of whom was an Indigenous lady by the name of Lily. And Lily was one of these gregarious Indigenous women that had the biggest, biggest bust I have ever seen and no bra on and, you know, just blurted out to her, how on earth do you cope in this weather without a bra? I mean, I think it was 38 degrees. So really hot, you know, humid on the Gold Coast. And she lifted up her T-shirt and she lifted up her breast tissue and what was underneath was horrific. It was gangrenous. It was really shocking. And I said, why haven't you got a bra? She hadn't had one in four years because she couldn't afford one. Being walkabout, having no access to social benefits because she had no proof of ID or no proof of residency, um, as in, you know, residing with a um, a tenancy agreement or anything else, she couldn't get Centrelink. And I was absolutely distraught that this woman didn't have access to a bra and had such catastrophic wounds under her tissue. And that was the light bulb moment to say, right, I have to change this. A big part of what you're recognising and around what support the girls is recognising is that women's bras, women's sanitary items 
are not luxury items. They're actually essentials. Oh, definitely. Not only do we need them, like we talk about sanitary items because we biologically menstruate every single month. Correct. In addition, there is so much research around the health implications of not wearing a bra. But then there's also, I think, well, I don't think, there is a huge stigmatisation that then comes to women who don't wear bras. What are your thoughts on this? I absolutely agree with everything you've said. People just assume that everybody has a bra and it's so far from the truth. Um, As a woman, your deportment, your well-being, your dignity is required and that needs a bra to do that. You know, especially if you're a bigger woman, you wouldn't even think of leaving the front door, let alone for some women, they wouldn't leave the bedroom without a bra on. And if you don't have access to that, the ramifications are huge. You're not going to go out. You'll be socially isolated because it's embarrassing. I mean, we've met women who will come to an event with no bra, a bigger busted woman, and she'll have a huge parka jacket on to cover herself because of the embarrassment. And there's the health issues, you know, breast tissue that that stretches or, you know, becomes uncomfortable, neck issues, chafing under the breast tissue. So it's it's not a luxury. It is further from being a luxury. And for a bigger woman, a plus-size bra, you're looking at a starting point of $40 to $50. So it's just not attainable for some women. So, Jane, what are your thoughts on GST being included on these products? I don't believe they should be included because even though people have said to me, oh, but it's such a small incremental amount – But every cent that a woman can save or a young single mum can save is money that can go towards their well-being. Jane, just sort of sticking on the topic of policy, in all schools in New Zealand from June, they'll be offering free period products as part of an effort to stamp out what is labelled period poverty. What are your thoughts on this? I think it's outstanding and I think it should be in every country. A lot of young girls cannot go to school because they don't have menstrual hygiene products or their parents, we have a situation where a mother is buying rags from a motor vehicle store to be able to provide her daughters with protection when they go to school. So I think it should be a standard thing put into all countries, especially here in Australia. I couldn't agree more. Now, Support the Girls also conducts a number of outreach projects. Can you share a bit of information about them with us? So what we do is we go to rural locations, whether they'll be farming communities. We've just been down to Cabago, a town impacted by the fires from last year, or we'll go to rural Indigenous locations where we help women who are seriously disenfranchised or simply don't have access to bras or menstrual hygiene products or also haven't been educated on the use of those products. Has COVID had any impact on your capacity to deliver these outreach projects? No, we've just carried on as normal because women still need that support whether COVID is in place or not. The only thing we've struggled with, and that's certainly here in New South Wales, is getting access to community venues. We've just not been able to get access to those venues to actually hold events. But from a rural outreach point of view, no, we've continued even with COVID. Support the Girls has been in operation now for five years. How many women have you been able to support? That's an interesting question. I was working out the other day and I reckon in the five years we've probably helped in excess of 4,000 women. So for us it's not about the volume, it's about the quality of care that we deliver. That's really important. So on our social media platforms, we don't go out there, you know, brandishing all sorts of weird and wonderful things. What we put out to social media and in any of our campaigns is literally what we have done. We keep it really real and authentic. So so it would be about 4,000 women in five years. And there's been so many really beautiful, positive stories. I think one of the ones, there's a few that stands out, but one that really stands out is a woman by the name of Michaela 
who came to one of our earlier events, this would be about three years ago, very reluctant to have a bra fitting. We had hairdressers there, we had makeup artists, we had a photographer. And every time we tried to engage in a discussion about getting her hair cut or something to just add value to her work self-worth, she declined. But with a lot of encouragement, she actually had her face done, which is a very simple face and had photographs done. But what happened from the transition from leaving the chair where she'd had her face done to going to have the photograph, there was a mirror and she actually collapsed. We thought she'd had a medical episode, but she was so overwhelmed at the fact that she could look like a woman. And even though it was so such gentle, delicate makeup, she was overwhelmed. She went on and has now completed a degree in childcare. And that was just such a positive story from somebody that came in with no self-worth, believed, had no self-belief in herself to actually write, I'm actually a person, I'm a woman, I can feel good about myself. She walked out of that hall empowered with, you know, new bras, professionally fitted, you know, a lovely makeover and confidence. And that really is the gist of what our days are about is having those positive interactions and setting that light bulb moment in that woman's heart to say you can actually do something. That is such a wonderful story. Mm. Now, Jen, I want to share something with you. One of the projects that I'm working on at the moment with a couple of my other colleagues is we're traveling around all of New South Wales yes. and we're looking at the barriers for young women in participating in sport. We know that there is a significant dropout in girls when they hit around about 14. Correct. One of the most jarring things for me, mm. which has been incredibly educational and transformational, is the difference in barriers between metropolitan and remote communities and how socioeconomics interacts with that. Hugely. Uh, hugely. Mm. And one of the big things is for young girls in buying sports bras. Yes. And if any girl that is listening, you would know that the average cost of a decent burly sports bra is $100. Absolutely. Now, for me, this is really important mm. because one of the other things I'm really passionate about is the use of exercise in dealing with mental health. Agreed. And we know that when you get up, you move around, it does have a positive mm. impact on people's endorphins and gets them going. I'm keen to know your thoughts yes. on this and in particular from a public policy perspective, what do you think government should be doing to address these? I believe government has to address the price point um, and I think it comes down to the manufacturers because you cannot tell me, I understand that there's a lot of technology that goes into creating sports bras, I get that, but why do we have to have a 400% markup in a sports bra versus what we may have in a normal bra? If you can go into one of your you know, overall stores and buy a bra for $10, then why do we then have to pay for $100? So I think it needs to come from the government, but I need it comes from manufacturers. And I absolutely agree with you. We have a, she's an Australian rugby player who has had an issue with actually being able to afford sports bras for herself. And she's a key sportswoman in this country. So can you imagine then your rural kids, they just don't have access and it's vitally important for their mental health. So the government has to address this and has to work with manufacturers to change that cost platform. While we're on the topic of bras, where does Support the Girls get their bras from? We get the bras from the public all over Australia. They send them in to us and we also get from suppliers. They send through bras to us. So bras that they cannot um, possibly move or excess stock get sent to us and then we pass them on to all the women. So we in our warehouses right now have an excess of 45,000 bras thanks to the generosity of Australians. 
the Coogee Electoral Office is a drop-off point Correct. for support the mm. girls, very proudly so. For people that are wanting to donate bras, yes. can you just give a brief spec around the quality and what you're looking for? Absolutely. So the best thing we always say to people is that if you would be happy to receive that bra, we can donate it. So they have to be in near new condition. They cannot have any pulling. The shoulder straps, the sides of the bra have to be really firm. And then obviously it needs to have no stains or anything else. So we always ask people if you, you know, look at the bra, would you accept it? Oh, and then we need to make sure that the uh, the tags on the back are legible. We need to be able to read it. And that's the best. And if they can wash them before they send them in. Jane, before I let you go, there are three tough questions we ask everyone that comes on. I'm ready. Voice. <laughs> you have to tell us your favourite beach in the eastern suburbs, the best place to get coffee and where you can buy the best hamburger. Well, that's really easy. It would have to be Clavelli Beach. The lifesavers are just amazing. Then coffee would have to be Huxton's. So everybody, please get to Huxton's. And if you want the best chicken burger, you go to Little L's. Jane, before I let you go, for our listeners, if people want to find out more about the Support the Girls and how they can help, where should they head to? So the best would be to go to our website, which is www.supportthegirls.com.au or go to our Facebook page, which is Support the Girls Australia. Wonderful, Jane. Thanks for being on Coogee Voice. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. What a thought-provoking conversation. And for our male listeners, I hope that you have learnt something new. Now, if you'd like to learn more about Support the Girls, head to supportthegirls.com.au. You've been listening to Coogee Voice. 